The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. In today's video, we're going to be discussing all of the times that Albus Dumbledore was in fact wrong, or just had terrible judgement. I know, this is a strong stance to take at the very beginning of a video, but with the title being what it is, it surely comes as no surprise. So let's get into it. Dumbledore was many things throughout the Harry Potter series, mentor to our young protagonist, Harry, Hogwarts professor turned headmaster, loyal member of the Order of the Phoenix, a wizarding legend in his own right. He was also quite frequently just plain wrong. And if you don't believe me, let's take a look at all the times that we know of that Albus Dumbledore made decisions that were incredibly questionable, if not altogether incorrect. I've counted 25, and I welcome your additions in the comments below this video if you think I've missed any. The first instance of Dumbledore being in the wrong, in my opinion, was when he chose to go on a trip around the world after graduating Hogwarts with Elphias Doge, which would have left his mother, Kendra, alone to look after his unwell younger sister, Ariana, and wayward brother, Aberforth. Clearly, with his father, Percival, imprisoned, the proper thing to do would have been to help his mother in caring for his younger siblings, not gallivanting across the globe with his mate to celebrate his graduation. After Ariana accidentally killed their mother in an uncontrollable outburst of magic, Albus had to cancel his trip with Elphias, return to Godric's Hollow, and care for his younger siblings. His reaction to this was quite obscene, being that he was more bitter at having to alter plans for his future than he was saddened by the sudden loss of his mother. This disturbing outlook is, of course, our second example of a time when Dumbledore was wrong. Certainly, feeling somewhat resentful would have been understandable, but he admits to Harry in the Deathly Hallows to being more upset at the loss of his freedom than the loss of his family at the time. Following the death of his mother, a young Dumbledore formed an intense friendship with future dark wizard Gellert Grindelwald. He ended up falling in love with Grindelwald and to put faith in the radical ideologies he presented. As it turned out, Grindelwald wasn't just interested in debating the theoretical pursuit of power, but was serious about the subjugation of muggles, amongst other terrible things making it clear that Dumbledore's trust in and feelings for Grindelwald were quite misplaced. This brings us to our fourth example of a time when Dumbledore was wrong. Despite having recognised Grindelwald's dangerous and unpredictable nature, Albus engaged in an argument with Gellert in the presence of his unwell sister, Ariana. This argument turned deadly, as a stray spell ended up killing the poor girl. Quite obviously, it would seem, Dumbledore never should have jeopardised his family's well-being by being so reckless with their presence. Whether it was out of love or fear, Dumbledore waited almost half a century before challenging Grindelwald. Despite the terror Gellert was wreaking on the wizarding world, as the only living wizard powerful enough to confront Grindelwald, the correct choice for Dumbledore seems to be that he should have done so much sooner, as this single action could have saved many lives. He brought the future Lord Voldemort, Tom Riddle, from Wald's Orphanage to Hogwarts. Now, I'm not saying that bringing Tom to a place where he could further his magical education was the wrong decision. What I do think was a poor choice was leaving Tom to his own devices, despite seeing a darkness in him. Dumbledore could have mentored him or asked another professor to help guide him down a better path. Instead, it seems he just left him to toil deeper and deeper into the dark arts. Next up, we have Dumbledore's acceptance that Sirius Black was guilty of giving away James and Lily Potter's location to Lord Voldemort, a betrayal which led to both of the Potter's murders. 
This is a particularly confusing one to me, as Dumbledore would have seen Sirius and James roam the halls of Hogwarts together as best mates, and yet he didn't even lift a finger to investigate Black's wrongful imprisonment. Poor choice. Further to number 7, Dumbledore chose to believe that Peter Pettigrew died by Sirius's hand. Once again, I'm not sure how he could have just blindly accepted that Sirius would have betrayed not one, but two of his best friends all in the same evening, with little to no actual proof. As we know, it was actually Pettigrew who told Lord Voldemort where the Potters were hiding, after which he faked his own death and framed a devastated Sirius. Despite protests from Hagrid and Minerva McGonagall, Dumbledore decided the best place to leave an orphaned infant Harry was with his witch and wizard-hating relatives, the Dursleys. Harry's aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon then proceeded to abuse Harry for the majority of the next decade, forcing him to sleep in a cupboard under the stairs and basically be a servant in their own house. With Arabella Fig keeping tabs on a young Harry from just down Privet Drive, Dumbledore would have been aware of the mistreatment Harry was enduring, so I'm really not too sure what Dumbledore was thinking here. Now, I love Rubius Hagrid, who doesn't? But it was certainly a questionable choice to have him fetch Harry from the Dursleys and be his chaperone to Hogwarts. Sure, they made it successfully to Diagon Alley and picked up all the necessary items for school, but then Hagrid just left Harry unattended at King's Cross Railway Station with little to no instruction on how to access the magical platform 9 and 3 quarters. You know, the one and only way to board the Hogwarts Express. Surely there was someone a little more, let's say, level-headed whom Dumbledore could have entrusted to pick up Harry. McGonagall, perhaps? Or literally any other professor? So, I know Dumbledore knew things about Severus Snape that no one else did until the end of the series, but was that knowledge of his true nature really enough to allow Snape to be so horrible to all of the students? Snape was often quick to use his sharp tongue to verbally abuse many of the pupils at Hogwarts, particularly those who weren't in Slytherin House. In my opinion, this didn't show the best form of leadership from Headmaster Dumbledore. Another questionable headmaster move, not catching that Professor Quirinus Quirrell harbored Lord Voldemort on the back of his head. I mean, Dumbledore was a great and powerful wizard. Did he really not realize that something was up with quirky Quirrell? Pretty poor judgment on that one, I'm afraid. Even though he knew the great responsibility that came with owning a Deathly Hallow, Dumbledore chose to give an 11-year-old Harry the invisibility cloak. I know, I know, it rightfully belonged to him, but honestly, is it ever the right decision to give a preteen a magical artifact that can help them get into more trouble? He allowed detention of first-year students to take place in the Forbidden Forest. Enough said on that one, I think. Young kids, dangerous creatures, clearly not the best choice. In the Chamber of Secrets, Dumbledore, despite having worked at Hogwarts for many, many years, has no idea where the Chamber of Secrets is, and he doesn't even seem to try and look for it. I guess I can't say that he was wrong for not knowing its location, but I sure can say he was wrong for not attempting to find it, and for not shutting down the school to protect the students from getting hurt from the basilisk. For reasons I still don't quite understand, he hired Gilderoy Lockhart. I suppose you could argue that Lockhart was the only one who wanted the Defense Against the Dark Arts job, with the exception of Snape, of course, but quite honestly, I think Snape, or even no one at all, might have been preferable to this bumbling fool who only cared about his reputation. Even if Dumbledore hired him to expose him, it still wasn't a good decision. Dumbledore, still believing Sirius Black to be guilty of crimes he didn't commit, allowed Dementors onto school property to protect the students. In my opinion, this decision actually put the children in greater danger from encounters with the Dementors, even if Sirius had been an actual murderer. 
Why in Merlin's beard does Dumbledore only offer the time turner as a solution once throughout the entire series? You know, the thing Harry and Hermione use to go back in time in the Prisoner of Azkaban. I know you can't frequently meddle with the space-time continuum or whatever, but surely there were a few other instances in which they could have used it to go back in time and save a wizard or two. There are, of course, many laws in place around its use, but I personally think it was wrong of him not to have allowed anyone to use this particular device ever again. He's wrong about Alistair Mad-Eye Moody in the Goblet of Fire, as he doesn't recognize that an imposter, Barty Crouch Jr., has used Polyjuice Potion to take his place. With all his years of experience, you'd think Dumbledore would have noticed that something was a little off, don't you? A little bit embarrassing if you ask me. Dumbledore allowed an underage Harry to participate in the Triwizard Tournament, initially, and wrongfully, questioning whether Harry entered his own name. Dangerous Tournament plus unqualified 14-year-old wizard does not make a good decision. In the name of protecting Harry, Dumbledore ignored the poor bloke for an entire year. He claims he did this so that Voldemort wouldn't know they had a close relationship, but I'm pretty certain that Voldemort would have been aware, or at least guessed, that Dumbledore had been mentoring the only wizard prophesied to be the Dark Lord's downfall, don't you? He allowed Dolores Umbridge to take up the Defense Against the Dark Arts teaching position at Hogwarts. Now, I know Dumbledore didn't hire her, the Ministry did, but you'd like to think he could have done something to stop her from being a miserable tyrant in her classroom. If he was unable to outright dismiss her from her role, he could have at least had someone help protect the children from her abusive teaching tactics. Just a thought. For some reason, Dumbledore asked Snape to teach Harry Occlumency. He knew this would be a painful experience for both Severus and Harry, and yet he still decided Snape would be the best wizard for the job. In my opinion, he should have asked someone else. Even though he was on the hunt for Voldemort's horcruxes and knew that any item he found at the House of Gaunt would be quite dangerous indeed, when he laid eyes upon Marvolo Gaunt's ring, Dumbledore put the cursed ring on. He didn't just touch it, he picked it up and put it on. Obviously, this was the wrong choice on many levels. It was an act that inevitably led to his death, and it was completely avoidable. Our final example of Dumbledore being wrong was every single time he simply didn't trust Harry. Throughout the entire series, he only shared information with Harry in pieces. This, of course, ranged in degree of severity, with some of the most egregious omissions relating to topics such as Voldemort's horcruxes, Snape's true loyalty, the Deathly Hallows, and in my opinion, the most unforgivable, Harry's destiny to die. And that brings us to the end of this video. Now, if you don't agree with some of these, let me know why in the comments below. But I warn you, even Dumbledore himself admitted to being wrong every once in a while. But you think you're right, said Harry. Naturally I do, but as I've already proven to you, I make mistakes like the next man. In fact, being, forgive me, rather cleverer than most men, my mistakes tend to be correspondingly huger. If you enjoyed this video, don't forget to like it and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, would you care for a sherbet lemon?